Welcome to Life in the Treehouse, where we're serving up health and wellness, seasoned with living abundantly, plus a garnishment of personal growth, all for your listening pleasure. Let's have some fun busting myths, bucking the status quo, and uncovering beliefs that are no longer serving you. Why? So that you may level up and see how remarkable you unequivocally are. Here's your coach and host, Suze Ashley. Hey, how's life? Welcome to the treehouse. I'm super excited you're here. I know your time and energy is valuable, and it's an honor that you stopped by. Feel free to grab a cup of coffee, tea, lemonade. Let's get started with today's episode. A trigger warning, I am outside, so you will hear the birds, probably the dogs, and there may be a loud truck or two. You just never know. Today we're talking about dating. This is my personal perspective of dating as a married polyamorous pansexual. Hang on. Okay, we have a dog that can open the door on his own. And so that was him trying to let me know that he wanted to get out. This side door he will doesn't typically let himself out like he does the front door. Okay. So ah Dating. It's so fun, right? It's all rainbows and pixie dust. Yes? (laughs) I'm sure we can all relate to having bad experiences in the dating scene. I imagine most everyone uses a dating app of some variety in this day and age. You work up the courage to finally put yourself out there. It's not easy. I get it. You keep checking to see if anyone has messaged you. Your heart skips a beat when you see that you do have a message. You look so excited that someone has reached out, only to see a dick pic or some lame language. Fine, you roll your eyes and possibly answer the message. It starts out innocent enough with the usual questions. Do you live alone? What do you do for a living? What do you like to do in your spare time? From there, the direction with which things go can be one of many. You get ghosted, you keep the conversation going in the dating platform, the conversation typically moves to a texting app, things die off, or if you're lucky, the conversation keeps going, and you schedule your first call or date. If you're monogamous, things continue in the normal fashion. When you're polyamorous, I think things diverge much earlier in the process. At least for me, it does. Everyone is different when it comes to letting prospective partners know they are polyamorous. I feel this is too big to keep secret and would not want this kind of news sprung on me too far into things. I've been poly for over 20 years. Code and I actually met because I started dating his first wife. Some mono folks have zero interest in dating someone who is poly. It's been my experience that there are some poly folks who don't want to take on a tribe the size of mine, and we're actually smaller than we once were. My ads, 
I like to be up front and let folks know that I am polyamorous. I have two guys, three children who are young adults, and we have three rescue dogs. There's no surprises. I am fortunate enough to make it to the next step. The questions I'm asked at this stage typically are, where do you sleep? How will I fit in? When will you have time for me? I answer the questions honestly, and it seems like this is where things tend to die off. Monogamous folks don't understand and don't want to. Another discovery regarding monogamous folks who are not familiar with polyamory is they want me to explain things to them. Instead of asking questions and getting to know me, they ask questions about polyamory. There are days this wears me out, depletes my energy. Why can't these women be more curious and do some research on their own? Better yet, why not live in the moment and appreciate the connection? Something about my ad caught your eye. So why not get curious and explore? Sometimes it makes me seriously question dating women who are not already in the world of ethical non-monogamy. Granted, I'm curious by nature. I ask lots of questions because I want to know. I want to know all about you, what your values are, what gives you energy, what you dislike, what do you like to eat and drink, and how do you spend your time? How are you a contributing member of society? It's part of my design. Admittedly, being able to anticipate your needs is a trauma response I learned in childhood. With my tribe, I see it as a positive thing. It helps me run the treehouse smoothly. The family appreciates this ability and honestly how spoiled rotten they are. Did you know that you can submit questions or send feedback to 540-404-2692? Send a text or leave a voicemail with your question. Because I'm not interested in another guy, my experience this time around in the dating pool is using queer sites, particularly ones geared towards women and more recently towards poly folks. Lesbians seem to be the majority on the site, primarily for women, I've found. Bisexuals and pans are in the minority. This brings a whole different set of questions. Some lesbians are like, do you have your own room? Are you okay with sleeping with both guys? Some lesbians don't seem to understand why I'm okay sleeping with both my guys. I think these may be the ones who have no relationship experience with men or bad experiences with them. One improvement I've noticed that I wish to point out is lesbians this time around in the dating scene actually seem to talk and date by women. My previous experience, this was, you know, seven plus years ago, it wasn't like this. My experience in the past was that lesbians didn't want to talk to, let alone date by or pan women. On the outside, I no doubt come off as hetero looking like a typical male-female couple. Maybe this is why I feel it's crucial to get to know people, ask questions, see if there is a connection. The general sense I've witnessed 
during this pandemic is that folks aren't just jumping into bed with one another. We've had to slow down, talk, ask questions, make connections, and invest time and energy into getting to know potential partners. The sad part is not knowing if you have chemistry together. Does Zoom or FaceTime help you determine this? Everything else about dating right now, I think, is a good thing. Raise your hand if you have experienced catfishing and scammers in your search for a partner. Me, right? Several of them. As soon as a woman says she's in the military on deployment, I put very little time into our conversations. It's a serious red flag for me. Have you heard the misconceived notion about polyamory that it's all about the sex? That's what most folks think. Yeah, right. Buzzer. Wrong answer. It's about relationship. It's about connection and communication. Back many moons ago, Darren Hardy shared how he made a list of all the characteristics and attributes he wanted in a mate. Then he set out to become the man he needed to be in order to attract this woman. In June of 2012, I made such a list. Although Invictus and I had become friends on Facebook in late 2011, it wasn't until late 2014 that we got together. Was it because of that list? Was it because neither one of us had become the people we needed to be until then? Or is the universe not getting the right messages until then that we began our journey together? You know the saying, I had a nickel for every time someone. For me, the saying is, if I had a nickel for every time someone called me intimidating, I'd be a rich woman. It makes sense that I would internalize this and give up on the idea of having a special woman in my life. Journaling led me to ponder about what I want. I'm not getting any younger and it's time to make hay. The first thing I needed to do was to get out of my head and into my heart. What do I want? I know now that Invictus came into my life, not because I made that list, but because I got real with what I truly wanted. I'm a non-specific manifester. In the past, I've been vague and wouldn't let myself work up the courage to go after what I wanted. More recently, I realized that I need to fess up and admit it 100% that I want a girlfriend. This is what got me back into the dating scene. Okay. I'm going to share a few pet peeves while looking. How many of you get irritated by folks who have reached out to you in the dating apps and don't ask relevant questions? Is it me? Just me? How are you supposed to get to know one another if you don't ask questions? I value my time tremendously, so wasting it is a real turnoff and irritates me. Don't you love it when they go straight into sex talk? send dick pics, are only looking for a hookup instead of relationship. Now, don't get me wrong. I appreciate the women who go ahead and tell you up front that they're looking for sex and they are not interested in a relationship. That helps save me time and energy. And I truly do appreciate the women who are out there letting us know right away. Making small talk depletes my energy. So I truly enjoy a woman who can ask me titillating questions, and have conversations that move us forward in the dating process. My focus is on getting to know the person. It takes six months for the rose-colored glasses to come off. 
So going slow and making sure they are worthy of your time and energy is critical. Thank the gods we have technology during this pandemic to help us navigate dating. We can text, FaceTime, Zoom, Discord, WhatsApp, video chat, or have a good old-fashioned telephone call, all of which can lead to video sex till we can get together in person. Which apps and sites do you like? Success. I've seen couples on TikTok and Lex share their success in finding one another using these apps. This time around, I have not made that list detailing the characteristics and attributes that I am looking for in a woman. But I have been sharing my thoughts with the universe. Whenever something strikes me as this is what I want in my next partner, I have been clear and succinct in my communication. I've also left it broad. Although I have an infinite amount of love, my time, energy, and resources are limited, just like yours. Any woman who catches my eye is going to truly be unique, and I will make time for her. I'm a romantic at heart. Who knows? Perhaps she and I will have our own success story for TikTok or Lex. If you want to follow along on this journey with me, click subscribe and stay tuned. I wish to feature your question in an upcoming podcast. If you have a question, text it to 540-404-2692 or call the number and leave a message with your question. I'll answer it on an upcoming episode. I look forward to hearing from you. Love, Suze. Thanks for listening to Life in the Treehouse podcast with Suze Ashley. If you like our show and want to know more, check out suzeashley.com for the show notes and links to everything that was mentioned in today's episode.